Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hey everyone, Ben uh, again. <laughs> uh, if you if you know what that joke is, you know just <laughs> All right. quit laughing. Let's get serious. This is a serious podcast, Ben. Every <laughs> super, time we come on here, super, you're laughing. This is super serious business, y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this episode we're talking about a concept that uh, I found pretty important, and I've kind of gradually evolved to this position. And that is some practice is better than no practice. So what does that mean and how did we get here? So um, I remember um, over time as I've gotten into singing, there have been points where I, I got real fired up and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go you know, practice two hours a day, six days a week or seven days a week. And I'm just going to practice and practice and practice and I'm going to get really good in like a month or two. Um, and then... You know, I practice the first day for two hours, and then at the end of the two hours, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> that was rough. And then I sort of dread the next day, you know, and then I go into the next day, and then I practice for an hour, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm just halfway done. This is rough. Um, and it sort of gets demoralizing, and then, you know, maybe I'll give up at, like, an hour and 50 minutes. I'll say, ah, oh, it's just 10 minutes. But I've So what I've done at that point is I've given up. And I have failed to meet my two hours. And then the third day, it's like, oh, well, maybe I'll wait till later. And then it's 10.30 p.m. And then I tell myself, oh, well, I can't do two hours today because all that's left of the day is an hour and a half. So even if I try, it's not going to work. And so, and so then, you know, I just kind of gave up. And then um, I just quit for months at a time. Then I come back, you know, a few months later. And I say, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to do this this time. Um, I'm going to do, maybe I'm not going to do two hours. Let's try to do an hour. And so basically the same process happens again. You know, I'll do an hour. The hour is good. Second day, maybe I'm able to do it for a week or two, but it's, it, I, I end up sort of quitting again. And eventually I start to think, oh, well, maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I like discipline. Maybe everyone else who, uh, is successful at singing, they just have better drive. And so now I just feel like, well, maybe if I just had better drive, or maybe if I was more <laughs> motivated, or maybe if I felt more passionate, maybe, maybe I'm having such a hard time sticking to this because I'm just not passionate enough. Maybe singing isn't for me. Maybe I was never meant to be a good singer. And all this stuff is going on in my head as a result of trying to force myself to do <clears throat> too much too soon. So um, over time, I've kind of reached this point where some practice is better than no practice and then sort of changing my perspective on the practice itself. So whenever I get the practice done, is it, oh man, I mean, I'm glad I got it done, but I should have been doing this, you know, an hour a day for the last year. And if I wouldn't have been such a lazy, you know, piece of crap, um, then I would be so much better. And so... Even if I got the hour of practice done, I had a tendency to kind of beat myself up for the fact that I hadn't been doing it 
with all this time and I let months or years slip away that I could have been making some kind of progress. And I think that happens to a lot of people. A lot of singers do that. They will try to do too much too fast, they give up, and then they start to question whether it's even for them or if it's even possible for them or if they're smart enough or if they're disciplined enough or if they're motivated or inspired or passionate enough. And it sort of like, it makes you, it, it makes the whole thought of practice seem very undesirable, very uncomfortable, very painful. Um, and just, it, it's, it becomes like this big thing in your head that you just, oh, I don't really, I don't want to deal with that. And so then you just kind of shut off from your life. Okay, well, I'm just not going to sing. And then you quit for a year or two or three or whatever. So that's, that's the wrong way to do it. So um, with this philosophy of some practice is better than no practice, how do we, how do we get out of this sort of downward spiral? So some practice better, is better than no practice. What that means is, let's do some practice. And then, when we do the practice, let's congratulate ourselves for it. Right? Let's pat ourselves on the back. So, um, we have the program, the four-week vocal break eraser, and in there, I tell new people, you know, practice, if, uh, if you don't have a practice routine already, do 20 to 30 minutes, four to five times a week, maybe six times a week. And that's it. And some people will think, oh, that's not enough, I'm going to do 10 hours a day. You know, or they'll think, oh, that's not enough. I'm going to do three hours a day. And then they do three hours a day one day, and then the next day they do one hour. And so you have the same downward spiral, <laughs> you know. And so just start with 20 to 30 minutes a day, four to five times a week, and then you're able to work up from there. And it sounds, I know, I have been there of I want to sing better now, and I'm going to do three hours a day, and you tell yourself you're going to do it. You psych yourself up for a day. But then, you know, you end up quitting after a week or a month. I, I know what that's like. If, if what you're telling me that sounds completely counterintuitive, if it sounds like I'm, you know, being lazy or taking the easy way out or copping out or whatever, I get that. I've, I understand that thinking. But when it comes to forming a new habit, you got to do something you can stick with. Jamie, I ramble. What do you have? No, you know, people, surely they realize how close you and I are. We're like brothers. So we talk about a lot of this stuff before we get on here. And um, I was telling Ben that um, we have a great VVA student, Melody Schoenfeld, and she's got a new website called The Rock and Roll Trainer. And she's a she's an author. She's a trainer. She's a phenomenal singer. She's in many bands and just an amazing woman. So what we've been talking a lot about my workout routine. I get bored really easy. And that's why if you read my books, I got sing fit. I got this program, that program. I'm always trying to develop something to keep me going. But I was telling Melody that lately I've been doing the basic five by five, which is like squats, bench press. You do like five sets of five reps. And I started back in April really, really low. You're going to laugh. I started on squats, and based on my weight, I didn't even say how much I could squat. Uh, the app picked it out for me, and I started with 45 pounds. <laughs> I know. That's nothing. But here it is, uh, July. I'm already up to 160, and I know I can keep going. The fact is I've stayed on it. I've stayed consistent three days a week doing this. And um, so the philosophy applies to everything, and it seems harder for singers because – we usually have the I want it now syndrome, you know, oh, I want to hit that tenor C. I want to hit that soprano A. I want to hit that soprano C. Oh, I don't have them today. Well, I'll work six hours. And we've actually had students like this. Yeah, baby, I'm back. I'm back. I'm going to put in six hours a day, six hours Monday. It's Tuesday. I did six hours. Wednesday, 
four hours. Thursday, never mind, I lost my voice. I'm done. Forget it. I'm never going to sing again. We see that. It's this, this, the philosophy is all wrong. And, and Ben had said to me, you know, Jamie, I know with you, you want five to six days a week around an hour. So I don't want you to be mad at me for saying, you know, three to four days a week at 20 minutes. And I said, no, you know, I know how Ben's program. That's why he pushed me to do, we did the V24 program. He's like, you know, I want something that's so minimal that we know that they'll do it. And so he came up with the 24 minute concept and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember. And then I loved it. And then I got into it. I was like, ah, I get it now. I get it now. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're starting really low uh, because you can always build from there. Now, the problem that arises is if, say, you do do three to four days a week and you're only doing 10 to 15 to 20 minutes a day and you're like, oh, but man, I can do so much more. And you want to go an hour and maybe stick with that for two days. That could throw you out of the pattern. It could actually be more detrimental to your your growth if you think that way. Get the allotted amount done that you're going to do and move on. Uh, a lot of you know me. You know what I've been through with like the glass in my throat. And actually, I'm in therapy to correct the nerve damage with Dr. Ilter Zog uh, Denizoglu from uh, drvokes.com. And we had this discussion. And I'm doing these sirens, which are like, ooh, they're actually full voice into more of a pharyngeal or a, you know, a high falsetto type sound uh, instead of staying in a full voice siren. Now, uh, I do that, and I also do these e-scream slides, which are like, ee, -ee and that's all it is. So I do, with my e-scream slides, I turn on tuned XD, and I, I start on uh, tenor C, and it's sliding up to an E, because I'm just doing thirds, and I only work up to an F, so F to A, just to strengthen the muscle involved in that area. As far as those um, those full to uh, full voice to falsetto sirens, I'm only doing like 50 a day. I got a little clicker counter. And any of you who have read my book, Practicing, or you're in Vendera Vocal Academy, and you know about the 10,000 challenge, that's what I'm doing. I do that. I have my pocket vokes, and I do my voice RX warm up in the morning with that, and that's it. I mean, literally, my warm up is 15 minutes. And the 50 uh, reps of the false to, or full to false sirens and the e scream slides, that doesn't even take me 10 or 15 minutes. I'm doing less than 30 minutes a day. And I asked Dr. Denizoglu, and he says, No, that's cool. I said, well, What do you do with other voice patients? You know, because he's worked with over 100,000 voice patients. He's a surgeon, he does a lot of therapy. And he says, Well, some I, I have them do uh, a minute every hour. And some people have them do 20 minutes three times a day. And somebody else, maybe 30 minutes one time a day. Well, how do you pick and choose? He says, I listen to the patients. I pay attention to I, to I get a sense of who they are and who is going to stick with what. And we made a joke. He said, I, I could tell you to do three hours of these, and I don't know that you would do it. <laughs> so you have to look at yourself and decide, what am I going to do? You know, again, like men said, some practice is better than no practice. So what is the bare minimum you can do that you know for a fact that you will do to get you in this routine to keep going. And it kind of, I want to hand it back over to you, Ben, but you know what it reminds me of is um, your weight loss journey. You know, how, how you really, yeah. you know, and I mean, even if it's not the same thing, it's still kind of the right, same right. concept. So maybe yeah. you want to tell a little bit about so, that. Yeah, one of the things you said was that um, get your minimum amount done, right? Whatever that number is. And then you can... I kind of sort of play it by ear. I kind of almost sort of customize it per day. So what I do is I say, okay, let's do 20 to 30 minutes for or four to five to six times a week and do that. And then I tell 
people, if you are really in the zone, if you have the extra time, if you are feeling really good and you want to be an overachiever for that day, then go for it. But, but just do it that day. If you're going to do, if so for example, let's say someone says they're going to do 30 minutes a day, five days a week. And then on one of those days, they tell themselves, you know what, I've got some extra time, I'm really enjoying singing, today I'm going to go for an hour. And so they do an hour one time that day. But here's the important part about that. Don't tell yourself, well, now I have to do an hour a day for the rest of my life. No. The next day, just go back to the 30. <clears throat> and if you have a little bit of extra time, then you can give yourself bonus points for doing an extra 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. Um, but what, you, what I don't want you to do is do 20 or 30 minutes a day and then you're able to go over that a few times and then you say, okay, well now I'm just gonna do 45 minutes a day forever. But then the next week you like only do 45 minutes three times and then the other two times you just do half an hour. That takes us, that's taking us the wrong direction. So, yeah, that's what I meant by earlier when I said it could be detrimental. If, yeah. if you get in that mindset like, okay, well I've done an hour each day for the last two days, therefore I must stick with an hour. You're going. You're going to lose interest. Yeah, and so that's uh, you know, and so sometimes, sometimes I practice two or three times a day, you know, but I don't do that to myself every day. Uh, some days it's just once a day. So sometimes it's an hour in the morning. It's forty minutes, you know, kind of in the afternoon, and then half an hour later in the day. So altogether, that's what two hours and ten minutes. But I, I don't tell myself that I must do that all the time. You know, I still give myself days where I just take breaks. Um, like yesterday I did, uh, I think I just did like a, uh, 10 minute warmup, which we have a program coming out soon, the 10 minute warmup. Um, and that's it. That's all I did for the whole day. And I'm okay with that because it was one of my days off. Um, and so that's, that's a big part of it. What most people don't get is that when it comes to becoming a better singer, the most important part is the habit of singing of being in the habit of practicing and in the habit of singing songs. Um, what does not matter as much is the number of minutes you practice on this specific day. You know, so if it's, you know, let's, what are we, as we're recording this, we're, so let's say it's July 1st, right? And if you were to say for the first six months of the year, you practiced uh, 25 minutes a day, four to five days a week, that matters on July 1st. What does not matter on July 1st is, oh, well, in February, I did a three-hour practice on a Tuesday. That's not really going to amount to anything. So you have to, um, you have to look at the long-term effects. So, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, okay, so I kind of compare it to um, dieting. And so if you wanted to, let's say you wanted to lose weight, the way you do that is you increase your calorie expenditures. So you increase the amount of calories you burn and you decrease the calories that you eat um, on average over time. And you have to do that consistently. What isn't going to make you lose a lot of weight is just deciding one day I'm not gonna eat for a day. I mean, yeah, you'll lose some weight you know, for that day. So the next morning when you weigh yourself, you'll weigh a little less. But you can't just expect that to be a long-term thing. If you were to skip one day of eating, you know, in a month, that's not really going to have a big impact 
over several months, over time. It'll have a little bit of an impact, but that's not as beneficial over time as just simply reducing your calorie input just a little bit and increasing your activity just a little bit. That's going to get you better results. Uh, and so, um, and I mean, I'm not a physician, I'm not a, a dietitian, but that is like, it's fact. Like it's very well established within the medical community. That's how you do it. So, um, so let me relate this back to what you mentioned earlier, sort of my weight loss, um, sort of journey, I guess. And so, um, I've always been kind of a skinny guy and, uh, you know, in high school I was really thin when I went into the Marines, um, I was very active and so, you know, st stayed pretty thin in that. And then, you know, I got into running in high school and in the Marines. So running several marathons and training for marathons, whatever. So I was always kind of thin. Uh, and then after I left the military, um, and I started working for myself from home and working with Jamie, uh, you know, I didn't have as much physical activity going on. Uh, and also I had extra money. <laughs> so I tended to eat out at restaurants more. And so decreasing my activity and increasing my calories meant that I gained some weight. And so, um, and so I decided I wanted to fix that. And I had tried a few times, okay, you know what, I'm just going to instantly, you know, I'm going to have six meals a day and I'm going to break it down into 400 cal or not 400, 350 calorie meals a day, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I found that hard to stick to. Um, I was at, I think the, the longest time I was able to stick to that routine was about a month and a half. I was doing two workouts a day and I was doing the six meals a day for about a month and a half. And then after that, I was just, this is, it was too hard for me. I couldn't, I couldn't. And so then after that, I basically gave up and I went out to Walmart. I remember I went to Walmart, I got a cheesecake and a pizza and I made the pizza and I just had a real fat day that day. Um, and I still like doing that sometimes. <laughs> um, but, but for me, that wasn't sustainable. Some people can do that. Some people are able to make that type of drastic change in their lives. And eventually, it would probably be a good idea for me to do that. But I need to work up to it. So let me tell you what I did. Um, in February of this year, it was the second half of February. I think it was just after Valentine's Day. I decided, you know what? I've gained a lot of weight and I want to lose this but I don't want to give up on it. I want to make sure I do it. So how can I do this in a way it might, you know, I'm going to take baby steps, but over time it's going to add up and it's going to make a difference. So what I did end of February, second half of the month, I decided I'm just going to track my calories. I'm not going to cut my calories. I'm going to continue eating whatever I want, all I want. I'm not going to change anything. All I'm going to do is track how many calories. For the second half of the month and I did it every day I think I took one day off of there where I just didn't track it at all um, sort of as a day off I guess and then what I decided is for the month of March I said I'm gonna limit myself to 2,500 calories per day that's a lot of calories still um, 2,500 calories is still a lot um, but I said in March I'm gonna limit myself to 2,500 calories per day and I gave myself four days off where I could just eat anything I want so I think on one of the days I did go eat like a whole cheesecake, you know, on another one, I just ate Oreos all day. Another one, you know, I went to, you know, some fatty restaurant, whatever. Um, I gave myself four days off, but for the other, whatever, 27 days, I stuck to my 2,500 calories. And some days I felt, eh, maybe today I'll just do 2,100 or maybe today I'll just do 1,800. 
And so there were a few days in there where I did significantly less than 2,500. But then the following day, I said, okay, 2,500 is my number. And so that's what I did. So in the month of March, at the, at the end of, I weighed myself at the beginning of March, and then I weighed myself at the end of March, I lost eight, I want to say it was 8.2 pounds just by doing that. Then for April, I said, okay, well, 2,500, you know, at the beginning it was a little tough, but then towards the end of the month, 2,500 was pretty doable. It was no big deal. And so then I said, okay, so for April, let's do 2,400, right? And that's not a huge difference, 2,500 to 2,400. I would, I would, it would take very little change in my diet to do that. I said, okay, let's do that. And I gave myself, I think three, I, I don't know, I don't remember if I took three or four days off from my diet in April, but I, I lost another, I want to say three pounds in April. It's like, okay, I lost eight pounds the first time, I lost three the second time. I didn't get mad about that. I didn't complain about that. I didn't beat myself up like, oh, I only lost, you know, three pounds. I'm like, okay, hey, it's progress. So then the next month for May, I said, let's do 2,300 calories. And so I lost, I want to say five and a half pounds or something in the month of May. And then in June, I said, let's do 2,200 calories. 22, June was a little tough. 2,200, you know, a little bit rough. I had a few cheat days in there. Um, you know, and then I lost, I lost more weight. So like what I've done over the course of three and a half months, I've lost, I don't even know. I probably, I think I lost 20 and a half pounds or something. Um, and I mean, probably couldn't tell really by looking at me. It was mostly, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm lucky in that whenever I gain weight, it's not immediately visible <laughs> if I'm wearing clothing. <laughs> um, but I know that I lost the weight. And, you know, but, and, and so some people will think, oh, it took you three and a half months to lo lose 20 pounds. Well, the, that's not very good. Oh man, that's, ugh, that's terrible. But here's the thing. I did it in a way that is sustainable. I did it in a way that I stuck to it. And so for July, uh, I'm at 2,100. And then actually I'm going to go for August. I'm going to go for 2,000. September, I'm going to go for 1,900 for a couple weeks. And then after that, I'm not, I'm not going to keep going after that. But I'm going to just to prove to myself that I can do it, right? So there, so there, there are a few lessons I want to point out about my whole sort of experience here, my whole experiment. Number one is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes I ate much less than my daily number calories, so like when in uh, in March my number was 2,500. Sometimes I had 1,700. Sometimes it was 1,900. Sometimes it was 2,100. But what I did not do, after having only 1,700 calories, is say, okay, well now I'm only gonna eat 1,700 calories for the rest of of the month. I wouldn't have been able to do that. I wouldn't have wanted to do that. But and if I had done that, I would have sabotaged myself. I would have ended up giving up. And so it was working, but then I had, you know, I went over, you know, I overachieved one day. And if I tried to force myself to stick to that, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So now how does that relate to singing? So if you are practicing 25 minutes a day, and then one day you say, I'm going to do 45 minutes or I'm going to do an hour. You, you cannot burden yourself. You cannot try to make yourself do that hour a day. Because you'll do fine for the 25 minute a day plan for a while. And then for the hour thing, it's going to go back exactly to where we were at the beginning of trying to do too much too fast. So, uh, and then the other thing is, the other lesson is, be patient with yourself. You know, just, 
be just kind of be compassionate with yourself. And I know that sounds a little airy fairy, you know, whatever, but we're, we're people, right? And whenever we, we need to be compassionate with ourselves. We can't be so, there is a time and a place to be hard on ourselves. There is a time and a place to challenge ourselves, to push ourselves. But when it comes to forming a new habit, you should really do it. You should kind of ease into it. Um, and so it, I kind of almost like swimming, you know, whenever you're going to get in a swimming pool, some people will just jump right in and that works for them. Other people, they kind of have to put their feet in and they take their feet out, you know, <laughs> and, and so that works for other people. So, and there's nothing wrong with either approach. It's just that some people find it easier to, you know, to go into the water, come out of the water, go into the water. But at the end, it's the same result. They're both in the water. They're both swimming. They're both having fun. So, Jamie, I go on too much. The, the bottom line is um, anything is better than nothing. And it's funny when I I've been going to the gym for a year and a half, you know, several years ago. I had a real bad season where the glass in my throat, and it was the same year I broke my ankle. I was teaching voice in Poland, and so I quit running. I was always into running and you know jogging and biking, and it just kind of went downhill. And about took about a year, year and a half for my ankle to fully heal to where I could put a lot of weight back on it. And I started going to the gym again, and um, I was jumping from routine to routine, getting really bored. And then when I started this five by five and, you know, and just set the minimal weight based on what this app that I bought um, to use. My mom was a bodybuilder when I was growing up. So out of her mouth was, uh, oh, my God, you're only doing 45 pounds on squats and da, 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 da. And I said, listen, um, just leave me alone. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> love you, mom. But let me do this. And I, I stayed on it. It's like I said, I mentioned earlier, Melody uh, Schoenfeld. Um, She's, I know, I just reached out to her. Let me, since we mentioned that, I want to, I just want to give her a shout out too. She has a website called, let me pull it up here, flawlessfitness.com. And for those of you who are into working out and you're singers and musicians, check it out. The rock and roll trainer will be on flawlessfitness.com. But uh, Melody wanted to work with me and she will. I, I will hire her, her before long. But I had to tell her, I said, look, I, I can't, I can't change my course. Because I've been doing so good, because I've been doing the bare minimum and I'm slowly building up, and now I'm starting to see results. I'm actually okay. I'm actually sticking to this because a lot of, and this relates to singing and the fact that a lot of you are going to be like, okay, I'm going to listen to what Ben says. I'm going to do 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. And then you're going to start having reservations. Oh, I don't know if it's really helping me. I don't think it's helping my voice. Trust me, it is, because some practice is better than no practice. And uh, you're going to be like, well, I'm not going to be able to hit that soprano C at this rate. Yeah, you will. It may take a little longer, but think of it this way. Go ahead and jump up to two hours a day. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. And then four days from now, when you quit for a month and then you come back to it, you're already behind what you would have done if you would have done 10, 15 minutes a day. You lost all that time where you were slowly progressing, and now you're starting from square one again and trying to catch back up. And so you think, all right, I, you know, I lost all this time. I jumped for 15 to two hours. I've been off for a month. Let me start out 90 minutes. Yep. And then you're on a week and you quit again. That's, and the, that's literally exactly the wrong thing to do. And uh, no, I 100%, 1,000%, I get that mentality. I was there not that long ago. So, you know, if that's the way you feel, 
I understand. You just need to move past that, get beyond that thinking, and you know, it's kind of the tortoise and the hare, right? The tortoise, slow and steady, the tortoise run the race, uh, won the race, the rabbit took off way ahead and then decided, okay, well now I'm gonna rest now. Now imagine it was the rabbit sprinting and then say, oh, I'm tired, I can't do this anymore, and then quitting for a month. And then the Here rabbit- the you, Yeah, it's, it's basically the same thing. Um, so, you know, just be compassionate with yourself. Do something that you can realistically stick to. And I'm not saying realistic in the sense that, oh, well, you have to, you know, take your dreams and shrink them down to something that's quote unquote realistic. I'm just saying in the short term, you know, for the next few weeks or months, start with something small and you can grow from there. And so one of the things I started doing uh, with students is, you know, if someone doesn't practice and they're coming to me and they want lessons and they're going to be taking several lessons with me, I have them say, okay, let's, let's set you a practice schedule. Let's, I normally have people do four to five times a week, 20 to 30 minutes a day. What do you reasonably feel that you can do and stick to? Don't overestimate and don't underestimate. What do you reasonably feel based on your schedule and based on, uh, you know, whatever you got going on in your life? What can you realistically do? One of the singers that I'm working with said, I can do four days a week, 20 minutes a day. I said, I will absolutely take that. If you do that, I will be happy. You should pat yourself on the back. You should, you should feel good about that because at least you're making progress, right? <laughs> and so what I'm also going to have this singer do is at our next lesson, I'm going to say, you know what? Let's do 21 minutes. <laughs> and then at our next lesson, let's do 22 minutes. And it seems like it's, you know, it kind of seems kind of silly, right? But I'm doing the, I'm doing the calorie thing, right? We're doing 2,500, 2,400, 2,300, 2,200. If, if I were to just say one day, if I would have went back in February and said, I'm going to eat 2,100 calories a day, there is no way I would, I would have given up. So like, and I mean, I'm not like, you know, trying to criticize myself or say that people lack willpower or anything, but realistically, like your mood changes time to time, day to day, you have stuff come up, you know, you have schedule. And so the, you know, those are some things to consider with this stuff. So um, that's what I'm going to do with the singer. And then eventually, whenever the singer is doing four minutes a day, 30, uh, sorry, four days a week, 30 minutes a day, I think we're going to change it at that point. Let's say, okay, let's do... 22 minutes per day, five days a week. That's fewer minutes. But we're now we're at five days a week. And then we're going to do 23 minutes, five days a week. And 24, 25, 20. And then before you know it, this singer is going to be able to do 45 minutes to an hour a day, six days a week, you know, in just a few months. And then, you know, so here's, here's what we're doing. We're getting small wins, each, each day that you practice and you get it done, you pat yourself on the back and you have won. You've succeeded for that day. And so that compounds. You start to feel more confident. You're enjoying your practice more. You're, you're, uh, you're noticing your voice get better just from that. And so it's a positive compounding effect versus the opposite is trying to do too much too fast. Uh, trying to do two practices for too long, too many times a week, and then you have a negative compounding effect, 
right? So it's basically, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. You have to pick. Do you want a positive compounding effect? That's going to, it short term might seem like you're not doing enough, but over time, it's going to snowball positively. Whereas the other option is trying to do too much too fast and then failing and then getting nowhere. Before we wrap this up, I just want to give you a few tips. Um, ben had said he's having his students add like one more minute. If it were me, and this is what I like to do, uh, set an alarm clock, uh, like a timer on your, your phone. If you're doing 20 minutes, set it and don't look at the clock. You'll just know when it's over and it'll happen before you know it. That was kind of the uh, concept behind V24. We use an alarm uh, to set your practice sessions. So that way, if you know you got to do 22 minutes this week, uh, you turn it on, you start practicing, you don't worry about it, you get into it, and bam, before you know it, it's over. Uh, another thing is a lot of you, even with 22 minutes, you're going to say, but I just can't find the time. I don't ever want to hear you say that again. I'm tired of hearing that. Here comes the savage, Jamie. You make the time. Is this something you love to do? If it's something you love to do, then make the time. Don't make excuses. I can't. I live in an apartment. The walls are too thin. Well, then buy you a mask, Vokes, from drvokes.com. Slap that on your face to reduce the decibel level. Uh, well, I have three teenagers in the house. It's drive me crazy, and I can't hear myself. Go set in your car and practice. Uh, oh, I don't want to set my car. I'm too antsy. Well, how far away do you work from the house? I work 30 minutes away. What? So you have an hour every day that you could be practicing, 30 minutes to work, 30 minutes home from work. What are you missing? You're missing the point. It's right there in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You you use, use it. Don't find the time. Make the time and quit making excuses. Yeah, and exactly. you will you'll be – Better for the course if you do. And then one other thing. Um, I like practicing in the shower. And apparently I've I've heard from many people I take showers longer than most people. <laughs> so I normally, you know, 15, 20 minutes, sometimes even like 25 minutes in the shower. Um, and so that's a lot of time for me to practice. Um, but for some people, if you take like a 10-minute shower, that's still a good time. You can get a solid vocal warm-up in that, especially if you like have warm, if you shower in warmer water, you know, it's, it's no, but you could do it easy. And I mean, you know, maybe you're moving around and washing your hair and washing your legs. And so you're kind of moving around a bit, but you, you can still get, you can, it can still be a productive time. For well, you. that's what I like to do. Um, especially if I'm on the road, like doing a TV show, I'll turn on like the ultimate vocal warm-up or voice RX or the rock and metal singers warm-up routine turn it on, steam up the room, and uh, do the vocal exercises in the shower and feel much better afterwards. Yep. Okay, well, cool. Um, I guess that'll wrap this episode up. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we have a couple programs out. We have the V24 program. We have the Vocal Break Eraser program that are very much based on this philosophy of some practice is better than no practice. And so we hope that this is an inspiration for you. We hope this uh, gets you to take some action, gets you to commit to finally getting on the track, to singing better and sticking to it and making your voice better. So I hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you in the next episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.